These, being frightened, cried out. Episode 128, Tipitaka Part 65, in which I will recite Pakitiya 54, and maybe 55. We will see how it goes. Did you miss me? I was gone for a couple days. Was it three days? I just thought I'd, you know, real quick, write and publish another book. Uh, you can hear more about that here. It's called the DNA Alphabet. Very dramatic. And uh, <clears throat> what else? Um, if this is your first time seeing me, go ahead and I have to put a certain amount of seconds in between those links, so I'm stalling a little bit. Go ahead and click here. That will take you to the Tipitaka playlist. I'm talking to the people on YouTube, of course. And uh, then you can start with episode one, or rather part one of Tipitaka, rather than part 65. So things will make a little more sense. And uh, let's see, what else? Is there anything else? Um, for those of you listening to the audio-only version on the podcast, hello! Um, if you're interested, go on Amazon and type in The DNA Alphabet. That top one, uh, it's a black cover, says VH Frater BT as the author, that's me. It's one of the gnomes de plume that I uh, go by. And um, if it's not available in your country, uh, if you could please add it to the wish list. And then the more people do that, the more these third party publishers will say, will see that and say, ah, we gotta make that available in that country. So that would be um, a big help. Um, for those of you who want to look at it on Kindle where it's available, please do. And uh, please do give it five stars when you're done reading it. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, no need to review it. Just skip that part. Anyway, um, hope everybody's doing well. Cheers. I'd like to welcome, of course, our special guest, Lord Buddha. And uh, he's been on the show before, obviously. Let's get to the reading. <clears throat> Getting toward the end of book two of the six books of the rules. Expiation. Pakitiya. 54. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Kosambi in Gosita's monastery. Now at that time, the venerable Channa indulged in bad habits. You remember Channa? All right. The monks said, quote, Reverend Channa, do not do that. It is not allowable. End quote. He did the same, parentheses, things, close parentheses, out of disrespect. Those who were modest monks, three dots, 
spread it about, saying, quote, How can the venerable Chana do a disrespectful thing? End quote. Three dots. Just in case this is the first of Edward Reed's Buddhist books uh, that you're hearing, the three dots means that Ivy Horner, uh, the, the translator of the Pali into English, determined that, oh, this phrase, word, or you know, sentence or paragraph has been mentioned at some point in the previous two books or in future books, so I'm just going to replace it with three dots and let everybody kind of figure out what it's saying in context, which I hate, and I don't use that word lightly. I hate it. Oh, don't hate. Hate is not a good, not a good thing, not a good emotion. It's completely contrary to the essence of the teachings of Lord Buddha and indeed the teachings of many other great sages and masters as well. I know. I know, but I hate it when she does that. Anyway, sorry. Spread it about saying, quote, how can, oh, we already said that. Quote, is it true, as is said, that you, Chana, did a disrespectful thing? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked him, saying... How can you, foolish man, do a disrespectful thing? It is not, foolish man, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, close parentheses, pleased. Three dots. It just seems to me that if you're translating, like, Lord of the Rings from English into French, you give it a certain amount of respect. You don't replace Tolkien's words with three dots. How much the more so is it a crime and a sin to replace words of the original, earliest, 2,000-year-old Buddhist scriptures with three dots? That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to get worked up about it. I'm just saying. These are kind of a little dull sometimes, so I'm bringing a little... Someone was telling me that they were falling asleep or kind of tuning in and out and listening to one of these, so... Wake up! Just kidding. Okay. <clears throat> and thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. In disrespect, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. By the way, Polytech Society. Yes, thank you so much. You guys are great. Um, is there any way to come out with new versions of everything? That um that don't replace words of sacred scripture with three dots because I mean that's that's horrible it's horrible you wouldn't do it with the Bible you wouldn't do it with Tolkien why is it okay to do it with ancient Buddhist scriptures just saying disrespect speaking of which disrespect means <clears throat> there are two parentheses kinds of close parentheses disrespect. Disrespect for a man and disrespect for Dhamma. Disrespect for a man means if spoken to by one who is ordained concerning what is laid down, thinking this one is suspended or disparaged or blameworthy, his bidding will not come to be done. That was quotes within quotes. <clears throat> I think that's when they're thinking, then it's the single quote. Anyway, he does a disrespectful thing. There is an offense of expiation. 
Disrespect for Dhamma means replacing scripture with three dots. If being spoken to by one who is ordained concerning what is laid down, parentheses, saying, close parentheses, quote, ish, quote, ish, thought, quote, how may this be lost or destroyed or disappear? Or he does not wish to learn this, end quote, thought, quote. He does a disrespectful thing. There is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that he is ordained when he is ordained, parentheses, and, close parentheses, does a disrespectful thing, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether he is ordained, three dots. If he thinks that he is not ordained when he is ordained, Three dots, offense of expiation. If being spoken to by one who is ordained concerning what is not laid down, thinking, thought, quote, this does not conduce to expunging, parentheses, evil, close parentheses, and thought, quote, nor to punctiliousness, nor to graciousness, nor to decreasing, parentheses, the obstructions, close parentheses, nor to putting forth energy, and thought, quote, he does a disrespectful thing. There is an offense of wrongdoing. If being spoken to by one who is not ordained uh, concerning what is laid down or concerning what is not laid down, thinking, quote, within quotes, thought, quote, whatever, this does not conduce to expunging, parentheses, evil, close parentheses, three dots, nor to putting forth energy, close thought parentheses, he does a disrespectful thing, like use three dots. There is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is not ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. There is no offense if he speaks saying... Quote within quotes. This this is this is speech though, not thinking, and there's no quotes that these quotes are within. Oh well, there's just no rules. No rules. Thus the version of our teachers is an interrogation. Okay, there is no offense if he speaks saying quote Thus the version of our teachers is an interrogation, end quote. If he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. The fourth, meaning the 54th. Okay. Let's you and I, and by that I mean me, take a moment to chill out about the three dots. It's been a while since I've let myself get worked up about the three dots. When I first started reading these, you might remember if you've been listening to the whole thing, there were a couple of episodes where I got worked up about the three dots and then was very apologetic afterward about, oh, I'm sorry, I just was ranting and raving about how disrespectful it is to replace scripture with three dots. Having flashbacks. All right. So now mellow, happy Edward is going to read and feel nothing but love for the Polytech Society when he reads the three dots. But seriously, thank you, Polytech Society. You guys are great, except for the three dots. Expiation. Pakitia. 55. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, 
was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, the group of six monks was frightened. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> the group of six monks frightened the group of 17 monks. These, being frightened, cried out. Monks spoke thus, quote, Why do you, your reverences, cry out? End quote. Quote, Your reverences, this group of six monks frightened us. End quote. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the group of six monks frighten a monk? End quote. Tickling, frightening these guys. Three dots. Parentheses. See Pakitia 52, 1, end parentheses, three more dots. Oh, quote, three more dots. Isn't it nice? Should be set forth. Whatever monk should frighten a monk, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. Whatever means, all right, I promised it. I promised it. Here's the flashback to, uh, to Tipitaka part 5 in which we were reading uh, Parajika 1, which was when whatever was actually defined, and ever since then it's been replaced by three dots. Okay, whatever means, he who, on account of his relations, on account of his social standing, on account of his name, on account of his clan, on account of his morals, on account of his dwelling, on account of his field of activity, in parentheses, an elder or a novice or one of middle standing, this is called whatever. She didn't even put three dots. She wrote, whatever means is a monk understood in this case. <laughs> ah. All right, so that was whatever. Monk means he is a monk because he is a beggar for alms, a monk because he submits to wandering for alms, a monk because he is one who wears the patchwork cloth, a monk by the designation parentheses, of others, and parentheses, a monk on account of his knowledge, <clears throat> excuse me, on account of his acknowledgement, a monk is called, quote, come, monk, and parentheses, a monk is endowed with going to the three refugees, a monk is auspicious, a monk is the essential, a monk is a learner, a monk is an adept, a monk means one who is endowed with harmony for the order, the, with the resolution at which the motion is put three times and then followed by the decision with actions, parentheses, in accordance with Dhamma and the discipline, and parentheses. With steadfastness, with attributes of a man perfected. Whatever monk is endowed with harmony for the order, with the resolution at which the motion is put three times and then followed by the decision with actions, parentheses, in accordance with Dhamma and the discipline. I think that's implied, right? Maybe that's what they're saying. Okay, end parentheses. With steadfastness, okay, actions, like not just any old action, like actions that are, anyway. With steadfastness and the attributes of a man perfected, this one is a monk as understood in meaning, in this meaning. All right. Monk means another monk. So monk was defined twice. Stricter rules for definitions um, in, in dictionaries post 6th century BC or whenever this was written. 
Should frighten means, whenever the original copy was written, I mean, uh, if one who is ordained, desirous of frightening one who is ordained, arranges a form of a sound or smell or a taste or a touch, whether he is afraid or whether he is not afraid, there is an offense of expiation. So if you attempt to frighten somebody but fail, they don't get frightened, it's still expiation, which means making amends, right? Do they ever explain what that means? Anyway, if he points out the wilds of thieves or the wilds of beasts or of prey or the wilds of goblins, whether he is afraid or whether he is not afraid, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that he is ordained when he is ordained, parentheses, and, close parentheses, frightens, parentheses, him, close parentheses, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether he is ordained, three dots. If he thinks that he is not ordained when he is ordained, parentheses, and, close parentheses, frightens, parentheses, him, close parentheses, there is an offense of expiation. If he is desirous of frightening one who is not ordained, parentheses, and, close parentheses, arrange as a form, three dots, a touch, whether he is afraid or whether he is not afraid, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he points out the wilds of thieves, three dots, or whether he is not afraid, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Honestly, I think that monks shouldn't be frightening like random people walking down the street. I think that that should be more of a rule than their fellow monk. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. If he is in doubt as to whether he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is not ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. There is no offense if not desirous of frightening. He arranges a form or a sound or a smell or a taste or a touch or points out the wilds of thieves or the wilds of beasts of prey or the wilds of goblins. If he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the fifth, meaning the 55th. So I know... I was like smiling and talking about how lovely the three dots are, which it was sarcasm. And uh, so this time I'm not going to do that either. I'm just going to read it. But I'm going to sit, point out where the three dots are, obviously, because I don't always know what it needs to be filled in with. And uh, I need to let you know that they're there. So as I normally do, I'll just say three dots whenever there's three dots without anger, without sarcastic happiness. Just accept, accepting the three dots as a part of my day today, if you will. All right, I'm going to need some coffee for this. Expiation. Pakitia. 56. Three dots. Right, it starts with three dots, so I always have to fill in at one time, the enlightened one, the Lord. Because who wants to take the time to write that out? It's so repetitive. Let's just replace it with three dots. No, I get it. I get it. She's racist. No. 
Um, at one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying in the Bahaga country at Crocodile Hill in, I mean, disrespectful of Buddhism. Maybe she's Christian or something. Uh, yes. Uh, at one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying in the Bhaga country at Crocodile Hill in Besakala Grove in the Deer Park, or just sort of agnostic atheist approaching ancient sacred Buddhist scriptures as sort of a curiosity to be explored like from a scholarly position. I assume. I can only assume based on how many times she replaces things with three dots. Now, at that time, kindling in the wintertime, a fire of large hollow logs warmed themselves. Oh, now at that time, monks kindling in the wintertime, a fire of large hollow logs warmed themselves. And in that hollow, a dark poisonous snake was scorched by the fire. Issuing forth, he pursued the monks. The monks ran about here and there. Those who were modest monks looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, okay, who did something wrong? The, the snake? Quote, how can these monks kindling a fire warm themselves? Really? Is that going to be a crime in the ancient Theravadan order? Starting a fire to warm yourself? I guess because you can harm the, that's a big concern, but you're not even supposed to dig dirt. So I guess from like that sort of Jainist absolute pacifism, don't harm any microscopic organisms point of view, then yeah, I guess starting a, a fire with some logs would be out. Wow. Wow. All right. How can these monks kindling a fire warm themselves? End quote. Three dots. Quote, is it true, as is said, that you monks kindling a fire warmed yourselves? It is true, Lord. The enlightened. The Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can these foolish men, kindling a fire, warm themselves? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, close parentheses, please, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk desirous of warming himself should kindle or should cause a fire to be kindled, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now at that time the monks became ill. Monks inquiring after the ill ones spoke thus to the ill monks, quote, We hope that your reverences are better. We hope that you are keeping going, end quote. Quote, formerly, your reverences, we, kindling a fire, used to warm ourselves. Thus there came to be comfort for us, but now it is forbidden by the Lord. Quote, uh, parentheses, and, and parentheses, being scrupulous, we do not warm ourselves. Thus there comes to be no comfort for us. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, I allow you, monks, when a monk is ill... Kindling or causing a fire to be kindled to warm yourselves. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk not being ill, 
desirous of warming himself, should kindle or should cause a fire to be kindled, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now, at that time, monks being scrupulous did not light a lamp in the fire room or in the bathroom. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, I allow you, monks, to kindle or to cause a fire to be kindled when there is a sufficient reason for it. And thus three dots should be set forth. Whatever monk not being ill, desirous of warming himself, should kindle or cause a fire to be kindled, unless there is sufficient reason for it, there is an offense of expiation. Whatever means, you remember, right? Monk means. Not being ill means he for whom there comes to be comfort without a fire. Hmm. All right. If it's very cold, then I imagine that would be sufficient reason. Ill means he for whom there does not come to be comfort without a fire. Yeah, when it's freezing, freaking cold. Uh, desirous of warming himself means wishing to heat himself. A fire means what is called a fire. Should kindle means he himself kindles, there is an offense of expiation. Should cause to be kindled means if he commands another, there is an offense of expiation. When once commanded, if he kindles much, there is an offense of expiation. Unless there is a sufficient reason for it means setting aside a sufficient reason for it. If he thinks that he is not ill when he is ill, parentheses, and, close parentheses, desirous of warming himself, kindles or causes a fire to be kindled unless there is a sufficient reason for it. There is an offense of expiation. If he, think, if he is in doubt as to whether he is not ill, three dots. If he, does, if he thinks that he is ill when he is not ill, three dots. Offense of expiation. If he picks up a fallen firebrand, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is not ill when he is ill, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is ill when he is ill, there is no offense. There is no offense if he is ill, if he warms himself at one made by another, if he warms himself over raked out embers, if at a lamp, in a fire room, in a bathroom, if there is sufficient reason for it, if there are dangers, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the sixth, meaning the 56th. <clears throat> Shall we read one more? I think so. Expiation, Pakitia, 57. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Rajagaha in the bamboo grove at the squirrel's feeding place. Now at that time, the monks used to bathe in the tapoda. There's a line over the A, so I'm emphasizing that. Uh, a lake and also a river 
the hot waters, the lake was cool, but the river flowing from it was hot. <laughs> now at that time, King Sania Bambisara of Magadha, thinking, quote, I will bathe, parentheses, my, close parentheses, head, end quote, having gone to the Tapoda, waited for, parentheses, them, close parentheses, at a respectful distance, thinking, quote, parentheses, I will wait, close parentheses, as long as the masters bathe, end quote. The monks bathed until the dark of the night. Then King Sania Bambisara of Magadha, bathing parentheses his close parentheses head at the wrong time, stayed outside the town because the town gate was closed. When it was early morning, approached the Lord, anointed, perfumed. Having approached, having greeted the Lord, he sat down at a respectful distance. As he was sitting down at a respectful distance, the Lord spoke thus to King Senia Bambisara of Magadha. If I'm not mistaken, he was the king from uh, Parajika II, when, um, the, I forget the name of the monk, but one monk had um, said that he had permission to take the wood when he didn't, and so the rule about stealing, he got thrown out if you steal was established. Quote, why, uh, why do you, sire, come in the early morning, anointed, perfumed, end quote. Then King Sania Bambisara of Magadha told this matter to the Lord. Magadha, right? Then the Lord aroused, three dots, delighted King Sania Bambisara of Magadha with Dhammatak. Then King Sania Bambisara of Magadha having been roused three dots, delighted by the Lord with Dhammatak, rising from his seat, greeting the Lord, departed, keeping his right side towards him. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having had the order of monks convened, questioned the monks, saying, quote, Is it true, as is said, monks, that monks, though having seen the king, not knowing moderation, bathed. Well, please don't be a rule against bathing. Parenthesis, or quote, it is true, Lord, and quote, the enlightened one, the Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can these foolish men, though having seen the king, not knowing moderation, bathe? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, close parentheses, pleased, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monks should bathe, parentheses, at intervals of, close parentheses, less than half a month, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. And thus, this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. I have to say that up till now, when I imagined myself in the company of the original Buddhist Sangha, I had not imagined that they didn't bathe, but once every two weeks. Now at that time, 
monks, being scrupulous, did not bathe in the hot weather, in the fever weather. They lay down with limbs covered with sweat, robes and lodgings got soiled. They told this matter to the Lord. That's what I'm saying. He said, quote, I allow you monks in the hot weather, in the fever weather, to bathe, parentheses, at intervals of, close parentheses, less than half a month. Thank Buddha. I was going to say God. <laughs> Silly. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk should bathe, parentheses, at intervals of, close parentheses, less than half a month, except at the right time, there is an offense of expiation. This is a right time in this case. Thinking. A month and a half of the summer remains. And, in parentheses, the first month of the rains. These are two and a half months when there is hot weather, when there is fever weather. In this case, this is a right time. End quote. And thus this rule of trainings came to be laid, this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now, at that time, monks became ill. Monks inquiring after the ill ones spoke thus to the ill monks. Quote, we hope that your reverences are better. We hope that you are keeping going. End quote. Quote, formerly your reverences, we used to bathe. Parentheses at intervals of close parentheses less than half a month. Thus there came to be comfort for us. But now it is forbidden by the Lord. Parentheses and close parentheses. Being scrupulous, we do not bathe. Thus there comes to be no comfort for us. And quote, they told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, I allow you monks when a monk is ill to bathe. Parentheses at intervals of close parentheses less than half a month. And thus monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk should bathe, parentheses at intervals of close parentheses less than half a month, Except at the right time, there is an offense of expiation. There is a, this is a right time in this case. Three dots. When there is fever weather at a time of illness, in this case, this is a right time. When it is hot, that's what needed three dots. Just to make it less clear. All right. End quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now that time monks making repairs being scrupulous did not bathe they lay down with limbs covered with sweat robes and lodgings got soiled they told this matter to the lord quote i allow you monks at a time of work to bathe parentheses at intervals of close parentheses less than half a month and thus monks this rule of training should be set forth I feel like this could have all been solved if he had just made one rule that if you see a king waiting for you to finish bathing, just say, hey, come on in. That's okay. You can bathe with us. And if he insists not to, then, then get out of the water. That's the only rule that needs to be established. It's all this stuff about bathing, not bathing. It's a different time. It's a different time. Yes. All right. They remember there were the, the monks that were bathing whenever they wanted to and you know that was like an example of decadent behavior all right anyway 
And thus this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk should bathe, parentheses, at intervals of, close parentheses, less than half a month, except at a right time, there is an offense of expiation. Four dots. End quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now, at that time, monks, having gone on a journey, being scrupulous, did not bathe. They lay down with limbs covered with sweat. Four dots. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, I allow you monks at a time of going on a journey to bathe. Parentheses, at intervals of, close parentheses, less than half a month. At, and thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monks should bathe, parentheses, at intervals of, close parentheses, less than half a month, except at a right time, there is an offense of expiation. This is a right time in this case. Three dots. Uh, end quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now at that time, several monks making robes in the open air became assailed by a dusty wind. And the God was reigning little by little. The monks, being scrupulous, did not bathe. They lay down with damp limbs, robes, and lodgings got soiled. They told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, I allow you monks at a time of wind and rain to bathe. Parentheses at intervals of, close parentheses, less than half a month. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monks should bathe. Parentheses at intervals of close parentheses less than half a month. Except at a right time, there is an offense of expiation. In this case, this is a right time. Thinking, a month and a half of summer remains. And, in parentheses, the first month of the rains. These are two and a half months when there is hot weather. When there is fever weather, at a time of illness, at a time of work, at a time of going on a journey, at a time of wind and rain, this is a right time in this case. Whatever means, three dots. Monk means, three dots. Less than half a month means, less than half a month. Should bathe means, if he bathes with a chunam or with clay, in each action there is an offense of wrongdoing. When the bathing is completed, there is an offense of expiation. Except mm -hmm. at a right time means setting aside a right time, setting a right time to one side. Hot weather means a month and a half of the summer remains. Fever weather means... Fever weather means the first month of the rains. Thinking, uh, these are the two and a half months when there is hot weather. When there is fever weather, there may be bathing. Time of illness means, if there comes to be no comfort for one without bathing, thinking, it is a time of illness, there may be bathing. Time of work means even a cell comes to be cleaned. Thinking it is a time of work, there may be bathing. So if you want to bathe, just clean up your cell. Then you can say, I was working. Loophole. Time of going on a journey means saying, we will go half a yojana. 
Is that like a kilometer? Uh, there may be bathing. There may be bathing when going. There may be bathing when gone. Cool. This must be when a lot of journeys started out. Now we know Shonzon's real motivation. Anyway, time of wind and rain means if monks become assailed by a dusty wind, if two or three drops of rain come to be fallen on the body, thinking it is a time of wind and rain, there may be bathing. If he thinks that it is less when it is less than half a month, parentheses and close parentheses. So there was never any resolution about when you do bathe, don't bathe uh, until like nighttime when there's a king sitting there. That was the original issue, but that is never addressed. So every two weeks you can go bathe and go to the king while he's over there waiting for you to finish bathing because that was never addressed. Just how often you bathe. All right. All right. Okay. All right. I don't blame the Buddha. I blame whoever wrote this. I'm assuming that it was some monks saying, okay, this is how the story was, right? I think. I mean, it's evident from the fact that it's always the same phrase. You know, how dare you? Foolish monk. I mean, I think that he was a little more articulate than that. He didn't always use the same phrase. In real life, I mean. It would be interesting to take a time machine back and see what it was really like. Well, this is the closest we can get to knowing what it was really like, so... All right. <clears throat> yes. If he thinks that it is less when it is less than half a month, parentheses and, close parentheses, bathes, except at a right time, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it is less than half a month, three dots. If he thinks that it is more when it is less than half a month, three dots, offense of expiation. If he thinks that it is less when it is more than half a month, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether it is more than half a month, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is more when it is more than half a month, there is no offense. There is no offense if it is at the right time. If he bathes at parentheses intervals of close parentheses, the half month. If he bathes parentheses at intervals of close parentheses, more than half a month. If he bathes going to the further bank, what does that mean? Param Gachanto Nahayanti. Always go to Nahav Gachrancho Nahananchi, because then you can bathe. All right. If he is in nothing but bordering districts, if there are accidents, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the seventh, meaning the 57th. All right. Well... Did we read two or three? Oh yeah, we started with 54. So we read four rules. Do you remember what they are? No frightening people was one of them. No starting a fire, no warming yourself by the fire unless there is sufficient reason for it. No bathing except twice a month unless it's hot or you've been working or you went on a journey or you're at the further bank or it's windy. And uh, the fourth one, um, future me, editing me, could you remind us what the fourth one of these was? In disrespect, there is an offense of expiation. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. 
All right. Well, that was fun. Did you have fun? Let us take a moment. As, as, as I've mentioned before, Ivy Horner, the translator of these rules, passed away 19 years ago. So wherever she may be and on whatever plane, we forgive you. All right. Um, anything else? Should I go ahead and close? I promise these will get better after I finish all six books of rules. So remember, check back in about a year, and uh, this this uh, Edward Reeves Buddhist Books podcast will probably be starting to get good. But until then. If you're hardcore like me and you really want to read every word of, uh, of, of the Three Baskets, then uh, stay tuned. Until next time, I will go ahead and close. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Have a good day, everyone.